Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, etc., etc. How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Who doesn't love free? And ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. That's right. Free platform, free sponsorship. What more could you ask for? So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, etc., go to anchor.fm slash start, anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Please get started. It's all love. This is a great space for the creative Anchor podcast. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash start. Will I ride? Will I ride? Yeah. This ain't no podcast, it is a broadcast. Yeah. Yo, this the smartest and dumbest you ever heard. Intelligent and ignorant, you heard it first. Sipping on this brown with a brown skin Cognac and caramel skins with time beard Who you love, who you hate, well let's talk about it The hottest topics and best believe we ain't going gothic Hotter than the tropics, you looking forward, you know we got it See the bigger picture, no microscopic We the livest, know you tuned in Yeah we know you tuned in, nothing but a G thing All we missing is juice and gin Tying up the loose ends, we ain't ask for your two cents Special guests every single day and still no new friends Calm down youngin', I know you see that we running I promise that this ain't nothing compared to what's really coming Andre, I ain't talking 3000, I'm talking drumming off the glass when I dunk it, it's geese, just say you love it. Uh, this that ignorant, it's true like, yeah, getting jiggy on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true like, you know, sports, social commentary, women in life, yeah, this that ignorant, it's true like, uh-huh, getting jiggy on the mic, one, two, one, two, this that ignorant, it's true like, you know, sports, social commentary, women in life, that's right. Cash Wayne, how's it going, my man? Um, I'm doing fantastic, brother. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Ignorant Intelligent Podcast. You know, uh, I just want to preface by saying, you know, it's a it's a pleasure to have you on, man. It's it's great to have an opportunity like this to talk with you about uh, your craft and your journey, man. How's how's it going today? It's going fantastic, man. Um, you know, uh, just finished church with the family. Um, amen. Amen. absolutely and um you know it's a powerful message today man you you know it's one of those messages where you feel like the pastor was talking to you you know what i mean (laughs) oh man talk to me man let's get it going man what's what's your revelation for the day what really hit you for today man i got you inspired 
Definitely. What really got me inspired, man, is, um, you know, the message today is really, you know, how you react to other people's blessings. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, and how that really hits me, especially as entrepreneurs. I remember coming up in a game, man, where I literally, you know, got started and probably, you know, I do real estate. I didn't even have gas money to go and show properties. You know what I mean? And wow. um, <laughs> yeah, yes. I had I have friends, man, that you know, we're working nine to fives because that looks like an easier route. You know what I mean? So of course, it, it, it could have been easy for me to say, you know what, forget about this entrepreneur, this entrepreneurship route. And I'm going to go and run and just get a nine to five and not believe in my dreams. But, mm. um, you know, I, it, it, it really, you know, you can either be jealous of the other people who are having success or you can wait for your blessings to come in abundance. That's what I took from the message. And, you know, by waiting. Wow you know, there's something special planned for you, but you got to go through this struggle first while everybody else getting what is getting what they're getting. But you should be happy for those people. You know what I mean? Man, let me tell you something, man. I, I quit my job in manufacturing in December, right around my birthday, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And um, what, what I want to speak on specifically, man, you know, when something isn't right in your heart and your spirit, when something isn't, isn't uh, right for what you're trying to do in life as far as your purpose goes, you don't mind eliminating uh, what may seem uh, like something comfortable, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you take, when you take a chance on yourself, oftentimes people won't support you for taking that chance. You know, a lot of people will shun you. A lot of people will look down on you because you're, you're going the uncomfortable route. And what you just spoke on was a, a power in believing in yourself, a power in your purpose. And you seen something bigger for yourself that your peers didn't see, you know, and if they didn't support, at least, you know, in your heart of hearts, I'm a good person. I mean, well, and I still want you to do well. So I'll still support you as a friend, a mentor or an associate. Absolutely. And and, and what happens with that, too, um, is uh, uh, Thomas, what happens with that, too, is a lot of individuals wonder why, you know, they're putting in all this work and nothing is happening for them, you know, because mm -hmm. in most cases, their heart is not in the right place. You understand mm, talk about and, and that's something that we really don't speak about, you know, as business people, as entrepreneurs is, you know, you should be mm -hmm. happy for the next guy. Just the same way I have my podcast. I could still jump on your podcast and be be genuinely as happy for you as I am for myself. That's right. It's about support, man. You know, we living in a world now where I, I personally think and this may be just me. People take their their limited views of their lives and they try to project it not only um, to the people around them, but when they get on social media, they also bring that perception uh, online, you know, limiting your uh, abilities, limiting, you know, uh, your successes and, and your potential. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I, I really think it's key, not only as an entrepreneur, but as an individual, period, to uh, always look at another perspective in life in its totality and, and not being ignorant and stuck in your own ways by not supporting and not helping or, or not liking or reposting, it's free. <laughs> you know, the support nowadays is free. You know, it doesn't cost you anything unless you respect another person's business and, and you make a transaction. Absolutely. You know, but for the most part, man, a share, a like, a comment, a, a direct message saying I support you, keep going. You know, we got to motivate each other, you know? Absolutely. Let me, let me, um, I'll give you something that someone told me, you know, and sometimes, 
people can see things you can't see. You know what I'm saying? Um, on my Instagram page, what I did was I was posting, not deliberately, but I posted a lot of pictures of myself, things of that nature. And, you know, one of my close friends told me a couple of years ago is, you know, you got to put more of the success that's happening around you. Other people, you know, like people, you know, I have a real estate team. So every closing we do, if you notice, I'll post, you know, one of my agents or post. Yes, that's so dope. Yeah. So once I started doing that, man, I started pouring into other people and I started, you know, sharing what they're doing instead of like my, instead of myself, you know, my everything changed, you know, you know, you know what I mean? It, it, wow. it, everything changed for me. Um, so I feel like that's important, man. And also uh, individuals who are watching you. Remember, even if you got a hundred followers, people are always watching you. So either people are going to be inspired from you or they could be getting depressed because they feel you're doing so well and they're not. <laughs> you, know? mm. you never oh, thought of that, God. did you? <laughs> you're right about that, man. You know, and, and what it is, it's, I, I talk about this on, on a couple of recent shows and I think it starts young uh, from parenting perspectives mm -hmm. is instilling uh, confidence in your children. Of course, of course. You know, and, and like my, my father, he's a brick mason. Mm -hmm. And uh, so is my granddad and my uncle. And although um, I'm not into that trade, my dad was the first one I seen and my grandfather doing work that they really love and enjoy. You know, so when I'm on side jobs with them or mm -hmm. coming up and I'm helping them with work, it didn't seem like work to him. You know, he took his time. He enjoyed it. You know, it, he tried to make sure everything was right. Mm -hmm. and, and and I think that, you know, as I got older and I'm trying different jobs and, and different things like that. I'm coming to the point at age 26 now where it's like, yo, man, if you don't, if you're not getting into things that you love or things that you don't enjoy doing, you're kind of wasting your life away, you know? Of course, because what, what, what happens is, is the old saying, if you don't, you know, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. You know, mm. what kind of life, you know, and, and if anybody's working a nine to five, don't take it the wrong way. Any listeners, I'm just saying, eventually, you can start to, you know, do your own thing if that's what you want to do. But you have to understand, you know, when you're working that nine to five, you're physically asking someone, you know, to go on vacation, to go, you know, I, I remember growing up, man, and my dad, um, you know, worked from 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night. You know what I mean? And I, wow. I, I yeah, man. I Same remember, here. <laughs> huh? I said, same here. Yep. So I, I remember those days, you know, where, you know, we had parent-teacher conferences. No one came for me. You know, we had, uh, you know, we had different events at the school. No one showed up for me. You know what I mean? And and um, oh. it, it it made me want a different life for 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 my child. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's important to a child. You know, if they have an event at school, someone could show up and you know be there as a support system. That's right. And what what you just spoke on too, man. See how you just kind of went way back as far as the support from people you love and care about? Yes. What, what's happening is you, you have a generation of kids, even speaking specifically on my era as well, mm -hmm. kids who grew up without that support, without that love. So when they get into these fields or entrepreneurship or uh, in business, et cetera, they, they felt like showing love and showing support would hinder them. I agree. You know, like like me showing love and me giving my support will hold me back 
or they're trying to take my spot, you know, or it's competition. Life is competition. We are competing for, for different things in, in different spots in life, you know, but for the most part, man, uh, uh, contributing to other people's success is never hindering you, hindering you. If anything, it's helping. you. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. When I hear people say that, man, I go as far as back as, you know, you look at some of the civil rights leaders, like, you know, and I think, I think a little deeper into things than most people do. You know, you look at some of the people like, you know, you got like a Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. If you really put, uh -huh. if, if speaking of not thinking of yourself. So if you really look and go into these, go into these guys' minds, you know, at, you know, at a time they, they fought for civil rights at a time where America wasn't in the best place for, you know, African-American people. Right. So, you right, look at right. it, they're not, they didn't think only of themselves, you know, and, and I look at it now, I got a four-year-old daughter, you know, Martin Luther King had mm. four children, you, you, you know what I'm saying? So I can't yeah. imagine, you know, dying and, or, or I can't imagine just not being here for my daughter, you know, but they knew yeah. that they were destined to not be here, but just thinking of others and sharing the love, they risked their own lives and not being with their families for other people, you know? So we got to look at it from that mm. perspective. You know, you can't be selfish. You know, I, I just brought that up because I feel like that's a major sacrifice for others, you know? Yes, sir. You know, and, and, and another thing, man, when you, when you don't live, a, you, you got to be selfish to some degree because you, you know, you got to put the work in yourself. You got to love yourself, care about yourself. In, uh, in order to do for others, you know, but in the same breath, excuse me, I felt like, um, you know, people got to live for more than just them and for the moment, 100%. you know, especially with the, with the era we live in now, everything is so instantaneous and right now, instant gratification. I, I think that people, people forget instant gratification and people forget that life is to be lived and life is about longevity. You know, what are you doing right now? What are you doing in these moments to contribute to the longevity, not only of your career and your life, but like you said, your family, you got nieces and nephews, you got the little cousins who look up to you. You know, you might not, in, in, in people's minds, they might not be doing much, but like you said, you got those hundred followers and you got those, you know, those family members who look to you like, man, he's doing something. I love what he's doing. I see him grinding, you know. You, you, you got people who look up to you and aspire to what you do or potentially want to do so you can't live a, a selfish life, not helping others or doing things and living in such a manner where you're not contributing to other people. Absolutely. You know? And most most people are not. Um, uh, uh, most people look for what uh, other people have to say. You know, if they post something, they look how many how many people responded you know, what people may think, you know, sometimes, you know, it does happen to me too, where it's like, Hey, I'm grinding this hard. Is anybody seeing what I'm doing? But, um, every, you know, every so often, or, you know, it's happening more and more now where you'll get a sign, like a sign like this, where, you know, how we connected where, Hey, you know, I, I want to connect with you. I see what you're doing. So don't look for the instant gratification. People are seeing what you're doing. Um, you know, don't get motivated by what people think. Just keep doing your best and, you know, <clears throat> everything will find you. It's kind of like what I'm saying. Don't go searching for it. 
Mm. You know, just keep just yeah, keep doing man. the best you can. We, that's right. And I and I think too, uh I contribute that concept to happiness. Yeah, yeah. You know, every day, man, you know, we got people out here that, that look for that. They look for that like that retweet. They look for when they comments and you can't you almost can't blame blame them because from a business standpoint, it's almost an algorithm, you know, to build your brands. Of course. Se. The comments, the retweets, the likes, the shares. So psychologically, people feel like, you know, if I'm doing something great, that means a lot of people liking, sharing, retweeting, commenting, showing my showing me attention. But what about the real life results? <laughs> what about the real life? You know, what about the reality? You know, I speak on this so much because I come from an era where you, you have to live your truth or unless you'll get exposed or unless, you know, your reputation is in danger. Nowadays, people are throwing away their morals and values for 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 Internet, for the Internet. You know, you don't know if these people are real or not. You don't know if these Autobots, you know, you got people triggering people with these with these topics and and shit like that, man. It's just like, what are you? Yeah, doing? yeah, yeah. And are, are you are you really are you really living for you? That's what absolutely. And also, too, you know, um. A thing I see out there too, you know, is a lot of it, it's a like it's a facade, especially on Instagram. You know, you have the females that put up the pictures and the models. No. You know, um, but <laughs> I one thing I want to say to the females that are listening is, you know, um, sometimes you know these women have you know great bodies or whatever, um, and you know, some women may feel insecure about that because they see this on the internet and stuff like that. What you got to understand is. You know, if you have a ring on your finger or, you know, you have a significant other, you're just as great because don't feel like these people, you know, are are goddesses or whatever, because they have a million followers. And, you know, people can be intimidated by that. You know, if you're a woman and you have a ring on your finger and you have a family, you're just as great as anyone else. And most if not, if not more, more valuable, valuable. most of those women who you see who are doing that they are seeking what you have, which is a family and a ring. So, uh, it's, a, it's a stability factor. You know, if, if you're chasing stability online, I can only imagine the, the level of insecurity and, and chase of, of happiness and stability you're looking for in real life. There you go. You know what I mean? And, and then, then you got people who, who on the internet, like you say, have those facades or whatever, and you meet them in real life, and, and it's it's the complete opposite. You know what I mean? And it's like not necessarily a materialistic thing. I'm talking from an ideology uh, standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're really if you're conscious in real life, if you're about your knowledge and you're about art school, you're about whatever your craft in real life. But but online, you know, you're showing your flash. You like you say, your girls is is showing you know half naked all the time, but they really try to be respectful in real life. <laughs> it's like we're, we're it's like what, what what's really going on? You know, I think I think people are really mentally ill out here, man. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. You feel me? Because that that's to me dealing with real life as much as I do. I would think something is wrong with you if in real life your day to day, if you grinding and hustling, but on Instagram or Twitter, Facebook, whatever, you got it all together. Shit is lit. You out every weekend. You got the girl. You got the car. Stop. You know, be, be so real with yourself. You know, because you know, let me tell you, because let me tell you what happened with that, and I know this for a fact just from living, man, mm-hmm. and just you know, when you meet these people, and, and you run into real people like like you know myself and, and yourself, mm-hmm. 
I'm going to I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge to see how authentic you are. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You feel me? And people will get intimidated. Forget being intimidated by by a fat ass on Instagram. <laughs> people will be intimidated by your authenticity that you bring to them in real life. Absolutely, absolutely. There's there's a dude man that I listen to. Um, been listening to him for a while. Uh, Eric Thomas. He's actually from your city. Uh the hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, one of the things that he does say, um, which um. I find myself relating to a lot. Um, just, you know, I have a real estate brokerage here in New York. We have over 250 agents, just so for the people, you know, who don't know. And we have four offices, right? Um, okay. We'll dig yeah. into that. Yep. So a lot of people, you know, gravitate to us. Um, and one thing Eric Thomas says that I love is I am who I say I am. You, you, you understand? <laughs> One of the greatest affirmations. I am who, and anybody who works <laughs> with me would tell you that, I am who I say I am. You can come in here on a Friday night and we can have, you know, some gold label. You know what I mean? It, it's never it's never a show or a front, you know? I, I, I always remember, you know, where I'm coming from, man, and, and, and that's why I'm able to work with so many different people because I am who I say I am, you know, to relate to that's what right. you're saying. You know, and I always been this way as a kid, man. I've always been outspoken. I've always been, you know, always speaking what's on my mind. And I, I've never shied away from that, you know, because I never understood me as an individual why people aren't like that. Period. You know, if if you got something to say, man, say it. You know, I don't <laughs> necessarily uh I, I have a filter to a degree. But I like to go to bed. At yeah, night. yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I like to have a, a peaceful mind. Yeah, at night. yeah. And and I can't hold back my thoughts and my feelings about a person, you know. That's why I, that's why I really try to have a lot of great relationships with of people, course. so they understand who of I course. am. You know, so that when we build it and I actually get to talking with you and you know we get to doing things together, you know what kind of person I am. Of course. So when I come at you with the raw truth, or I come at you. You know, the way I do, you know, oh, that's just Thomas being Thomas. Man. You, know, you, you know what I'm saying? Even from women to, to my friends that are that are males, everybody know I meet online and in uh, in real life, you know. So when I DM people or I'm trying to get my, my podcast going, mm -hmm. it's a lot of no's you get with this. Oh, oh, man. So, you know, you know, talk about that, man. Talk about your journey uh, in real estate. And and before we get to the to the level ups, talk about the downs for right now and uh, your trials and tribulations. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, getting started in real estate, man, was um, was pretty tough in the beginning because remember we're working primarily off um, off commission. You know what I mean? So getting started um, in real estate at the time, I had a newborn baby, uh, you know, who was about six <sighs> months. And uh, I was working a part-time job at the Daily News. I, I did a, what was the hours I was working from like uh, nine to five, I believe, or nine to four. Um, but it was a, like a part-time gig, you know? Uh, no, actually it was like 10 to five, something like that. But I was no matter. But it was like a part-time gig. Um, I was making $250 per week. And, uh, you know, I just said something had to change. My good friend, Reese Kenshin, you know, kept asking me to get started in real estate. And I just kept blowing them off because I just didn't have the money. You know, this is kind of like my pitch. Mm. I got this down. It's like my pitch. So <laughs> because people give me awesome, excuses man. why they can't get started in real estate. Um, but I feel like 
you know, if you can't if you can't come up with the money to get started, which is which at that time was five hundred dollars, I knew if I couldn't come up with that money, I need to change my life. <laughs> you know, if I can't mm. if I can't come up with five hundred dollars, um, which could possibly change my life, I need to change my life. So I just knew I need to do something, man. And um, one night he called me, told me that uh, you know, the real estate courses, the classes were now one hundred and thirty dollars on Groupon. So I just jumped in, got that done. And, um, you know, when I got started, man, it was pretty hard. I told my I told my girl that um, I was leaving my job to do real estate full time. Um, she thought I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Yeah. She thought I was crazy, man, because, you know, uh, she had a job at, you know, she had a job in the mall that, uh, you know, she was making a, a little income at the time. And we just didn't know how we were going to do it. You know, lucky thing, the tax return came in at the time and. Um, I was able to. Oh um, man, that tax return saved a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to live off Talk that. About it. <laughs> I was able to live off that for a few months until you know I closed the deal. But I remember it being really hard times, man. Um, real, really, really hard. I, I, um, at the time, you know, you know, if anybody out there has a child, you know, you got to buy Similac, you know. And I was, I was buying the Similac straight out of my pocket. Mill about twenty some dollars a can. Forty, forty dollars for that. that what? What? Forty, like forty dollars a can. The, the, um, I forgot the exact name of it. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it was just a tough time for us. You know, we were we were arguing a lot at that time. Uh, just you know, when money becomes an issue, man, it's it, sometimes it can't be a happy home. When's money? You know what I'm saying? But um. Of course. Oh, man, we, we ought to know yeah, that. Yeah, because women, women love security. You know you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. if a woman doesn't feel secure, then you may have problems. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So, but, um, you know, we to move past that. I remember I had a 96 Honda Accord, man, when I got started in real estate. And uh, the muffler was loud. I went to a closing one day. It was hot. Summertime. <laughs> I okay. was sweating my first closing, and the car was the car was hot. I was sweating, and uh, the attorney turned to me and asked me if I walked here. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> wow. you know, I remember going to showings, man. I used to park my car around the corner. Hello, because mm. I I, I didn't want anybody to see, I didn't want anybody to see what I drove, so I used to park my car around the corner. <laughs> And, wow, you know, and walk man, up to the house. Humility, humility brings uh, a lot of humbleness to you. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing about it, because uh, I know I had to change once I got rid of my job. I knew I had to change my lifestyle around completely. Uh, from like you say, you know, the girls every other night. You know what I mean? I'm out, you know, drinking, you know, heavily. You know, I just was in a lot of different vices and really wasn't in a good space, you know what I mean? I kind of just was wasting my own time. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? And, and, and what you just spoke on was, when you want to change something so bad, when you get tired of playing games with, with yourself, that's when the real change comes. Of course. You know, when you get tired of waking up and not being happy going where you're going and doing what you're doing, you know, you, you want to make a lifestyle change completely. So you don't care about the car. You don't care about you got to downgrade your vehicle. You don't care if you got to walk to a meeting or, or walk to get an interview or catch the bus. I'm I never been a person, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that's been ashamed of uh, bouncing back. 
Yeah, 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 of course. You of know course. what I'm saying? I, I've always lived to bounce back. I've always had a chip on my shoulder. And I had a lot of instances in life, man, where I just had to always step my hustle up because a lot of people were just not going to do for you. I don't care who they are. Of course, of course. You know, so yeah, I take man, that I, mindset and apply it to everything, man. If you want to change, have a sense of urgency about what you want to change. You know, absolutely. You 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 have to be serious about that. You know, like I said, you know, I I, I just had a really I had a really messed up car. It's just everybody else had a nicer car. You know, and a lot of people were doing better than me in real estate, you know, and, and I came in, you know, I just, I just was in a bad space. I just, you know, um, I need, I had to win. Let's put it that way. I had to win. I did pretty much in the office. I did nine to nine. I had to win today. Today is a totally different story. You know what I mean? This, <laughs> this year, January this year, um, I became a millionaire in real estate this year. Oh, wow. That's beautiful, man. This year. That's so dope. This year. So, you know, I know what it is, man, coming, you know, starting out in this business with nothing, you know, and a lot of people, you know, started with me. I've seen them come and go, you know, um, I, I've, rec I've recruited and trained over a hundred people in this business a lot of, you know, a huge portion of my income comes from other realtors. You, you understand? So go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, what you're speaking on, man, is about a sacrifice people don't want to make. And, and, and more so, people don't want to make that sacrifice. And then they got to convert that sacrifice over to social media. You know, when Absolutely. your lifestyle change or you get bumped down a few notches, Hey, man, I don't care what you have or what you don't have. Still be that same person when you got money or you have money, when you got a situation or you don't. You need to have your integrity intact at all times. Okay? You have to of be course. humble. You have to be humble at every level. Okay? So you of can course. relate to people at every level. Okay? Of course. If I, if I, of course. Just say if you're a millionaire in January, right? Say March comes, you know, God forbid anything's happened, just a hypothetical, and, and you don't have it all. <laughs> You know, say you don't have it all. You still have to be, you still got to be Wayne Campbell. You still got to, you know, make moves still gotta... put people on. You still got to hustle and grind. You still have to, you know, be ambitious. Still got to. And, and the thing is, with what I just said, a lot of people don't know that. This is probably maybe the second or third time I've mentioned that. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it's real, it's, it's real humble to where, um, you know, I'm just, I, I, I just keep it to who I say I am. You know, if, if I'm just very straightforward, anybody who works with me would tell you the same thing, you know, um, very, you know, just very down to earth, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. But coming from the humble beginnings, man, to where I'm at in real estate, man, it, it really, you know, looking back right now, you know, it really, really, really took me a lot of, it, it took a lot of sacrifice, you know, to, to mm -hmm. make it to the next level. And I, I feel that, man, you know, I'm, I'm on the course now uh, taking paralegal classes, not only for mm -hmm. the uh, the credential. I, I mainly got into that field uh, because I wanted the knowledge. You know, mm -hmm. I've always been into politics and law. Uh, it's always been an interest of mine. So I said, you know, let me go ahead and take a couple courses and, and see what that information is like. And thankfully, mm -hmm. I, the connections I have, I just know people in those fields uh, from my mentors alike and uh, just associates. 
who actually, you know, give me work and, and, and put me in positions to meet people and do work for them. You know, I might even have all my credentials intact, but people see my work ethic and they know mm-hmm. I mean well. They, my ambition, man, I would say my work ethic and my ambition gets me everywhere money can't. Excellent, excellent. And then, you know, you money, know, like money don't was... get me a lot of places, but um, I think my hustle, my drive, the intensity mm-hmm. of me just wanting to be successful and be better, it's always landed me at a better opportunity in life, you know? Absolutely. And I think, you know, like what you're saying, you know, even with the Instagram thing is a lot of people may want what you have, but they don't see the work that you're putting in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's that's that's what I see a lot of, you know, it, it, with with working hard, you know, when you even have a family, you know, now we're talking work life balance, you're sacrificing some of the mm-hmm. you're sacrificing even time that you'll be spending with your family to to drive to, to drive to accomplish a goal you know yes sir you know, you know and, and one thing about real estate as well <clears throat> you know when you jumped into it excuse me not only was it a sacrifice but did you do it because you know you were passionate about it or you know knowing your family situation and your circumstance was it just a money grab or a balance of both to to be honest I was curious about it, but when I, okay. when I, I just know I needed to make a change. I didn't know what the change was going to be, um, but something needed to happen. And, you know, when I got started and I signed up for the classes is when I really started to fall in love with it. I started to really like the, um, the information, you know, to learn about properties. What's a two family, what's a three family, you know, real estate investing, how to, build wealth through real estate investing, things of that mm. nature. I really started to fall in love with the process. Wow. You know what you just spoke. Do you, do you feel like this is your life purpose, man? Helping people, um, you know, find deals and, and helping them, you know, find homes and own homes and, and, and giving them the information and tools for that. Do you think that this is your purpose and you're calling the real estate game? That's one of them. But I feel it's a little bigger than that. I feel, you know, my calling is okay. probably more, you know, something in, in place. My calling in place is more now learn the real estate business and show your people how they can own their own communities and own properties in their neighborhoods. Mm. And you say you're based out of New York. Do you stay in New York now? Yeah, I'm in New York. So, so more or less what I'm saying is, is to show, you know, primarily, you know, minorities um, how, you know, they can start to, you know, own property. Because what I come across is, you know, I get a lot of uh, individuals who may not know the process, you know. So, you know, I look at it from a perspective of, I guess, like how Martin or Malcolm showed you the, the way of you need the rights. I think now you need somebody to show you this is how you do it through real estate. This is how you could start to invest your money. This is how you could start to build wealth. You know, you know what That's I mean? Right. Yeah, just you're speaking on the true power in our people is the power of ownership. There you go. You know, because one thing about, about life that I know, man, when you break it down from relationships to business, you need to come to the table with some leverage, man. You know, you-, you, can't, you can't demand things from someone or demand things from a community or even our country as a collective or an individual, if you don't have any leverage, you know, you got to bring value 
to the table. You have to bring something to the table. It's it's a give and receive world we live in. There you go. There you, you go. Dig? So we, we have to get comfortable having leverage, having because that's the true control. There I you go. Control my and... destiny, knowing that I own homes. You know, I have I have stock, I have a portfolio. You know, you may own businesses. I have ownership. So yes. when I come to you and I want specific things for you, or excuse me, from you, for my community, I'm bringing leverage to the table. I have ownership too. I own things in my community. There you I go. I own the businesses here. There you go. So if I want grants, if I want loans, if I want um, any kind of uh, uh, interactive exchange of, of money or opportunity, just know I'm exchanging money, opportunity, and things like that as well. It's not just you. There you go. There you go. So it's more, it's more or less, you know, from the perspective is more or less, you know, it's bringing like a group, like right now I have a group of friends, um, you know, in, in, from my community that I grew up with and I'm, you know, working with them on becoming real estate investors, you know, doing the same thing that I have done, you know, my doing <sighs> the same thing that myself and my team has done. So now I'm, I'm you know, I'm mentoring those individuals, you know, uh, it's a group of five people just on how to acquire their first property together as a group. Oh, wow. Instead you know, of an individual. Instead of, instead of, because again, in, in most communities, they do it, they do it as a group, you know, um, especially, okay. you know, as, as African-Americans, what I really want to get us to do is work more together. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? It's work more yes, together sir. where, you know, let's just say you're in Detroit, you identify, you know, a few, you, you identify some properties, you know, you have, uh, a, you know, you put together a team of people and it doesn't even have to be individuals that are in real estate. It's just group funding. It could be individuals who are, you know, it could be a, a, a nurse who's an RN. It could be a doctor, you know, people oh, wow. coming together, pulling resources together to start owning property do you understand yes sir and 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 like you said if, if i don't want to just own things on my own i think that's so whack you know i don't want to do it together know, yeah do it together man everybody can eat and everybody can win you know if i got five friends i care about and i want if my quality of life is better due to the work i put in and the knowledge i've obtained in real estate like you it's only right that I'm getting excited putting my people on. There you go. So you know imagine, what I mean. So like, <laughs> go ahead. No, I was just saying. Talk about it. Wendy. Imagine if we got, you know, you you have five guys and all five of you were able to acquire ten properties and you're getting a thousand each out of each property. This might be a little far fetched, but a thousand each. That's ten thousand for each person. You know what I'm saying? Just a, it's an example. <laughs> You know Man. what I'm saying? So that's 10,000 yeah. a month coming in, you know, where it, it, you're doing it with more people, but you guys could pull the resources together and you can do more because there are more people involved versus one person. You could probably, you know, get one or two properties. But what if now we had five people and each person got, you know, was able to get two properties, you know, now, you know, it, it's a bigger pot to go around that's right and each person what you'll learn when you when you do um group ep economics or you work in groups uh in business or you know school or whatever 
you know, everybody has their own individual resources. There you, you go. Know? So there you go. When you get into real estate or you get into finance, whatever business venture, when you have multiple uh, streams of, 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 of companionship and friendship, these people not only bring multiple streams of revenue, but they bring multiple streams of connection and networking. Exactly. You know, so you can go from ten properties through the through the ten through the five of us to twenty or fifty or a hundred just off of you know uh, each one teach one each one reaching out to one and each one bringing one in. There you, know? you go. So like the like the first property we acquired here in the Bronx, you know, the first property I ever did as far as real estate investing, it's me and three other friends. You know, okay. and we came together, pulled it together, and you know, we went and got bought the property, you know, and uh, from there, you know, we've been we've been doing it. I, I have individual stuff. Each person has individual stuff, but we come together collectively and, and purchase, you know, and it, these are people I've known, you know, for years. And, you know, it's good to to work with people, you know, you know, obviously, or even just, you know, good spirited people that you may come across. But the whole mm-hmm. point is, you know, just working together. And that's really, you know, what I back to what you were saying with my mission. I feel like um, I I have a little bit more to do. It's not only me. And and then too, it's not only you. Back to what, uh, what we were saying earlier, you're living for more than you. So when you get out into this world and you make moves, you're not only thinking of your daughter, you know, your wife and your family. You're like, man. If I can provide for them and do for them, and I'm walking, I'm I'm doing deals in these neighborhoods in my communities with minorities. Why wouldn't I have a collective of people who look like me help the people who look like me? Of course, of course. You know what I'm course. saying? I, I never can get the concept of, you know, like when I started my podcast a year ago, mm-hmm. um, I was in the transitional phase of just wanting to do different things and try things out. And I said, man, you know, I talk all day anyway. People come to me for advice and 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 connects and stuff like that anyway. And my personality uh, is vibrant enough where I know I can reach the audience. I don't care if it's a hundred or one. And there you, know, you go. I just, had the, I just had the mindset that man, I just want to do something different and try something different. There you and go. And here I am today, you know, um, still growing, you know, still learning, mm-hmm. and I'm just still meeting dope people and bring bring them on the show to teach. So not only I can learn, but from that one to that hundredth person, uh, they can learn as well and get something out of that. Because we all got to help each other and pull together with each other to to, uh, to teach. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, to learn, to invest. Uh, ab- you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because think about this. You know, in 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 our communities, in our community, you know, um, after a child finishes high school, you know, there there is no, you know, there is guidance in some cases. But you know, how many times have your parents spoken to you about what it takes to purchase a home? You know. Um, the, 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 what you should do is really, we're just out here. We're just, I had to learn, you know, we're just out here winging it. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and not even known, not even knowing that acquiring a home could be easier than you think, mm. but you, you just need the knowledge to make the move. But you could be in a position right now to acquire a home and not know that you are in a position to purchase and still rent because you may not have the knowledge. Not you, you know, I'm just saying 
I'm talking. Oh, to I know. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to the What I want to ask you, speci- what I want to ask you specifically, um, mm-hmm. what what are the benefits of renting versus ownership and vice versa? If you can elaborate. Well, well, um, I'm going to speak of you know the negative. The negative is this. Um, then I'll get to the positive. Negative is, is you know with renting. Um, especially here in New York, we have high rents. You know, if you're paying three thousand dollars in rent, oh you, you might as well buy a home. You know, um, yes, cost of living in New York is crazy, man. Yeah, if you have a pet, you know, you can't do what you want with your pet. You don't have use of the backyard. Uh, you may not have use of the backyard in the common areas. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. You know the the what you may pay. You know, let's just say you rent a home for ten, fifteen years, or ten years. You know, even five years, if we add that money up, that money could have went to down payment and sometimes even closing costs to help you to purchase a home. So when you are renting, you are physically sowing money out the window because you could be saving to purchase your own property. Um, And then again, you know, sometimes, you know, people have to rent in order to get to the level where they buy, you know, but you should always have buying at the back of your mind when you buy a home. You also get tax benefits that come with the, you know, write-offs that come with okay. the property. Okay. Um, yes. You know, you may, you know, renting, if you buy a certain type of property, let's say you buy a two-family, now you become the landlord. Now you're in the position of receipt of account receivables. You, you know, now you're building wealth. You know, when you're paying rent, you know, you're, you're, you're possibly sending someone else's child to college. What if you had a two family, you rented out Mm -hmm. one side and you collected rent and you're now Mm -hmm. saving money to send your child to college. All right. The next thing is when you own a home, the equity in your home is important because let's just say. I'm actually taking notes as we speak, man. Yeah, (laughs) no problem. Let's just say you decide today well, you know what? I want to change my life. I want to start a business. And you have equity in your home. You can, uh, you know, take equity out of your home to do different things. So if you need 60 grand and you have equity in your home, you can pull equity from your home to do different things. If you have to send a child to college, you can borrow money from that home and send that child to college. You know, so, you know, let's just say you want to get into real estate investing. You know, and you want to borrow money from your current home uh, to purchase other properties. You know, that's how some people do it. That's how they come up with down payment and all those things. They own one property. They live there. They, they pay. They build up their equity. Then they borrow mm-hmm. from that property and use it as a down payment for a second property. Where now we're now we get a second property cash flow coming in there. You're only getting wealthier, you know, and I feel, you know, a lot of people, you know, won't do these things because of fear false evidence appearing real you know um, oh, i didn't make these moves and, what's that i said go ahead, i'm listening to you my yeah I, I didn't make those moves until you know i'm not going to sit here and say i did everything by myself you know i have a really good friend reese kenshin and you know he does very good with real estate um and you know he's pushed me along the way to take it to the next level you know so sometimes you need a person like me myself in your corner or thomas who can say, hey, listen, you know, go for it. Sometimes that's all our people need, man, is just another person in their corner that's going to say, go for it. Which you yes. have to lose. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm so glad, man. I'm so thankful that I have, you know, because every now and then, I, and I speak, I speak about this on my recent episodes too. Mm-hmm. How, man, sometimes we can lose the motivation to jump out there, man. Sometimes we can we can lose focus, and and sometimes we think we're not doing enough, and we might feel like giving up. And as much as we motivate ourselves, and we have a sense of urgency, uh, just within who we are. Sometimes, man, those days happen where we don't have it. You know, it's important to have associates and and friends, especially in the avenues that you do. Okay, when a deal might not go right, where okay, you're not you might not be seeing money for six months. You know, anything. You know what I'm saying? Anything can go left at any given time, but we have to have people around us to encourage us to keep going and keep fighting. You know, man. Absolutely. My mother told me one time, man. Uh, not to sidetrack, but it's kind of going hand in hand as far mm-hmm. as uh, and fulfilling things. Okay, one of her friends uh, was going through something with, with her son. He's about 15, 16 years old. She said, you know, son, you know, go ahead and talk to him. You know, you, you know how you are with people. People listen to you. And I was kind of in one of my moods, man, where I just wasn't feeling myself and feeling who I am. And I just kind of just, you know, blew it off or whatever. And she looked me in my eyes, man, and just told me, you know, one thing about gifts, you got to use them even if you don't want to. It's a gift I, for a reason. I, I agree. You know, she, she checked into me with that, man, and it just stuck with me because ever since then, I didn't care how tired I was. I didn't care how bad a day or a week I had. If someone reached out to me and needed me, you know, or needed an ear for five minutes or an hour, I don't care. I'm there for them. You know, I'm mindful of, of how to uh, manage my energy and, and manage my efforts. But in the same breath, man, we have to be there for people uh, and share our gifts and share our true natures with people, regardless of how we feel. Sometimes you got to get out your feelings, man, and look at the bottom line. I, I agree. You know? I agree. I agree. Yeah, you got to You got to You got to look at, you know, the bigger picture in, 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 as far as what you're saying. Yes, sir. You know, and Definitely. how did you, did you did you experience um like the oh oh seven oh eight you know around that time frame? How was real estate for you if uh you were indulging in real estate at that time? How was it? How were the markets then compared to the markets now? Actually, I was getting my feet wet at that time, man. I, I wasn't really full fledged in the business at that point. Um, okay, I was um you know in I was just you know making calls for. Uh, my current broker now is making just, you know, doing calls, cold calling for like short sales and things like that. But, you know, it was a pretty bad time. The banks weren't giving funding, things of that nature. But I wasn't physically in the business at that point. I was just more, you know, helping someone else, you know, but it, it was it was a tough time. At that time, we were focused on uh, on short, short sales. OK, so, you know. With this Trump presidency and 2020 coming as well, and you know everyone's buying, everyone's selling. You know the market's kind of looking all right right mm-hmm. now. Uh, a lot of economists and 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 you know I look to finance, read up on finance a lot. With the recession coming soon, uh, what do you advise homeowners or renters or potential buyers or potential sellers? What is your advice to them uh, as of right now and, and present? My time? thing is just keep 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 business going as as normal. You know, it, it, it's we can't we can't get, you know, my thing is we can't get caught up in uh, what's going to happen in the future. Just get what you could get now. You, you know what I'm saying? And 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 try to do the best you can, mm. because 
sometimes we get caught up in in that's fear, you know, and then you know we're not we're not really moving to our best potential because we're caught up in what might come. You know what I mean? It's like in, in, in mm, 2000, they were saying the world was coming to an end. <laughs> <laughs> they said that in 2012, you know what right? I mean? I just say, you know, right. just do the best you can right now. You know, that's like a college student. That's like a college student saying to me right now, I'm not going to go hard in, 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 uh, I'm not going to go hard in school because I hear you can't get any jobs out there. You know, it, it, it's, it's just, it's kind of ludicrous. Just get the best education you can get the most out of it. So when that thing does hit you, you're not affected. You know, you're, 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 you have so much, you know, you have so much money that um, you're not really hit as hard. You, you know what I mean? Or learn. Uh, yes, sir. I feel like people, just get stuck in what might happen rather than do the best you can right now. Worry about it. You know, not worry about it, but when it happens, it happens. You know what I mean? Cause there's nothing, there's nothing yes, we can do to change it. It's going to happen. If, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So I'm not going to sit here and worry about it. I'm going to do the, do the best I can to right now. <laughs> in other words. And, and, and what you're speaking on too, man, it's about execution and having belief in yourself, regardless of what's around you or uh, what society tells you. You know, we, we listen to the news all day, social media all day. We're being fed people's opinions all day. There you go. So subconsciously, you know, we got people out here um, caring about people's opinions at a rate so alarming now. And I think that's what's contributing to so much depression and anxiety and stress is because we keep living um, we're trying to live to other people's standards and how they're living. 100%. You know, and I don't think that's healthy. Man. 100%. You got to, you know, you got to believe in yourself, love yourself and, you know, make it happen. Don't, don't worry about what other people are saying or thinking. Um, you know, real, real estate is always going to be real estate. It's been here for thousands of years. So, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If real estate is, is, mm. is all, it's been here for thousands of years. If, um, you know, if the market goes down, you need to be in a position to acquire properties. If it's up, you mm. need to be in a position to sell and hold properties. It's that, it's that simple. That's right. <laughs> and speaking of which, uh, I want I want to get some gems out of you, man, in regards to uh, having uh, liquid cash versus having credit as an asset when it comes to uh, purchasing homes or even uh, investing and selling. Can you talk about the difference between having cash and having credit uh, going into the real estate game and everything. Yeah. I mean, we all know cash is king, you know, um, but the average person cash is king. The average person, you know, may not be able to come up with cash. So really what you should really be focused on if, you know, you're working a nine to five and things of that nature is focus on your credit, man. Time and time again, I see, you know, people have the cash because you could have the cash, but don't have the credit, you know, and that holds you back. So you want to really, really? Huh? Excuse me. I said that that's a real, that's a real factor when it comes to real estate. You can have the liquid cash to buy a home, but since your credit not right, you don't get approval for a you loan. You have to put down more. You may have to put down more. You okay. understand what I'm saying? So being that your your credit is not right, um, you know there are certain compensating factors when it comes to credit, but you may have to put more money down, right? So. 
Wow. The, you know, there's people who, who do cash transactions, but they have no credit or bad credit. So even though you got, even though you have the cash, um, you know, and you, and, and ultimately if you don't have all the money to buy the property, you're going to need credit. So uh, you're going to need credit as well. So what you should really try to focus on, man, is, is pay close attention to your credit score. Cause that's like your report card. You know, if I haven't met you, uh, you know, before and I had to look at something. Um, the only thing that tells me about you when it comes to financials, you know, when what the banks are looking at, look at it from that perspective. The banks don't know you from a hole in the wall. What tells them who you mm -hmm. are is your credit report. Your credit report um, is really what they use to determine to give you a loan. Your credit report. We're living in we living in a world now with, with so many uh different kind of currencies on the digital market, etc. Man, they even have the credit now where they looking at your credit for for jobs now. Of course. You know, you can't even get you can't even have get into certain opportunistic spaces if your credit not right. <laughs> you know, in dealing with our community, especially black people, and, and dealing with finance and financial literacy and uh, and real estate you know, in, in your avenue, it's so important that you, like I talked about earlier, you have leverage. Your credit is your leverage. Of course. So if I don't have 10000 in the bank, I can leverage my credit in, in other spaces to get what I need, whether it be a car and like you just said, a home, a, a loan, whatever. You're going off, you're going off your credit report. Absolutely. Th think about it like this, man. I tell everybody this, right? Um, you know, my one of my friends told me this a while back. He's like, you know, in the music industry, you could front. Uh -huh. You know, you could front. You could make it look like you got it. And in in whatever other industries you can front, you can make it look good. But when it comes to real estate, this is for real. As as they say, for real, for real. You, you know what I'm saying? There's no fronting here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got. We're gonna you, get man. to the bottom of. It. <laughs> All right. You know, because so, what it is, man. It's, it's a transparency thing. Of course, the banks want to know everything. Earlier, you know, your credit lets you, your credit telling on yourself. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, your credit, your credit snitching on you. So you can front on social media, you know, you, we could stunt on, you know, social media, all these different platforms, Facebook, whatever. But when it comes to real estate, yeah. this is for real, for real. We got, <laughs> we got to see the bank statements. We got to see the credit report. That my uh, and, and I really ran with that when my friend said that, like, yeah, you in your business, there's really no front, you know. What I mean? Yeah, that's true. And and I can speak on the, on a personal note when it comes to uh to law situations, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Especially when you when you're doing paralegal legal work, you're kind of digging through, you know, a lot of people's personals. You know what I'm saying? And you interact with people on a more personal level when you're working on cases with them, and, and that's what it is. You. And, and when you work in these kind of fields, man, and you get out here and then you look at the internet, you can only say to yourself, you know what? If I were to put you in a room and say, you know what, hey, man, I can bait you with the opportunity, mm -hmm. right? And put you in a position to make money or be lucrative or, 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 you know, get into real estate, get into whatever. If I put you in a room and I pull up your documents and I dig into your history and your paperwork, you ain't going to be too, you ain't going to be legit. <laughs> You know, you're doing all this flexing, but if I was to say, hey, man, I like what you're doing, come over here, 
but you need to bring that paperwork with you so I can see what you're about. It's you you either gonna be like I'm with it because you got nothing to hide, or you doing all that pump faking. <laughs> get into that room and it's like I don't know, man. Maybe next week. What about uh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the story, the story start to come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I like to do. I like to put the I like to put pressure on people. So that they can expose themselves, so we can get to the bottom line of what we really got to get to. No, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I bring authenticity to people naturally. You know, when I walk into a room, I control the energy of the room, and I expose the energy in the room because of my brass honesty and my personality. Of course, and I apply the same thing when it comes to the business strategies or business tactics. Um, it's the same thing. You have to, you have to have a certain sternness about you to get the honesty out of people so you can get to the bottom line of who they are and what they're about. 100%. 100%. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just how it works, man. And, and um, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those – it's just these types of businesses, you know, you really get to know people. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's no yeah. fun. But, yeah, man, just, um, you know, I guess before we wrap up, is there any other questions you had? That's pretty much it, man. You know, I just want to end it by saying, you know, always keeping your integrity first. Um, even in adversity, you know, we have to have a mindset that we are winners and we can obtain the things that we want regardless of struggles. Stop hiding your struggles from people. You know, because quiet is kept. Everybody's struggling every fucking day, man. We all going through something. We all trying to get to the bag. We all trying to put our people on and provide for our family. Stop front. Absolutely. If you lost a job or you, your money not right, stop looking at that as a downgrade. Look at that as a stepping stone for transparency to people. Get on these platforms to say, hey, man, with struggle comes a lot of blessings. Because sometimes, man, we get removed from situations that force us to sit down so we can look at ourselves. In the Absolutely, man. And, and you know, coming again, man, coming, coming humble beginnings. You know, um, it's good for people to see, you know, success and, you know, what success looks like, especially, you know, um, you know, young black men. You know, it, it's important yes, for, yes. for us to be role models for the younger generation. You know, like I, I just bought a um, quick story before we end up, you know, and I've never told a story before. You know, it's a few things on here that I'm saying um, I just bought a new investment property in Queens, New York. And um, as I bought this property, you know, the, the other day I was outside just getting ready to walk to my car, you know, and um, the next door neighbor is outside. Um, and, uh, you know, he's saying to me, uh, you know, you're, you're a young man to, to buy this property. You know, uh, what do you do? You know, trying to like quiz me, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, you trying you trying to fill me out, right? Yeah, you trying to fill me out. You look a little younger by this property. Yeah. You know, he's an older gentleman, seventy years old. Took me a while to purchase mine. You know how you know how you go about doing this. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's negative, but when we're doing positive, it um it it, it blows people away. I think you know that yep. uh, a young black man was able to do this. You know, so my 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 thing is this is we you just we just have to, you know, simply, you know, believe in ourselves and try to push in the right direction. 
you know, I just wanted to just give that story just so people understand that, uh, you know, it's possible for everybody, you know. Mm. Go ahead. And that's what it's about, man. Um, Ignorant Intelligent Podcast, man, Cash Wayne Campbell. You know, I appreciate you, man, and, and having you as a guest. Hopefully we can do more things in the future, man. And I have a lot of great people around me uh, who's actually interested in the lane that you're in. Definitely. You know, so once we build offline and really build in real life, you know, we're definitely going to be connecting people and connecting different things and, and helping each other build, man, because that's what it's about. We don't have enough of it, even though everybody in these pictures hugging up and shit and, and at these brunches <laughs> and all of that. That's cool. But let's talk about really helping each other to have tangible things that we can contribute to our communities, you know? Got it. Definitely. Definitely, Thomas. You know. Yeah, man. Definitely. So next time I'm out of NY, man, I definitely got to run into you. Definitely. I appreciate the, the your time and your efforts, man, and the knowledge you dropped today and just sharing insights on your journey. I look forward to having you on the show again, man. Thank you. All right, brother. Thank you. All right, man.